Hello, and welcome to Buy Who's For Who's, brought to you by UPC Summer Series, a podcast to talk about all things grounds-related, answer questions, provide unwarranted opinions, and make fun of our favorite school. My name is Caroline Weiss. I am a second-year student at the University of Virginia, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And my name is Michael Kim. I am also a second-year student, and my pronouns are he, him, his. And this is a very special episode. It is called Who's in Love? Because we are talking about romance at the Rotunda. How do you feel about this one, Michael? Definitely a fun topic to talk about. But we're going to make it sweet and savory. You know, we have a lot of things to cover today. So I hope you guys are all ready to talk about the cringy things we have to say. (laughs) And you and I, Michael, are so, so qualified for this conversation, aren't we? As oh, two, definitely, right? definitely. <laughs> <laughs> As two very single people, um, you know, we just felt like we needed to share our abundance of knowledge on relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the coaches are on the sideline, and they got to tell the players how to play, so... <laughs> <laughs> so experts basically is what we're identifying as right um but we do need to start out with some things we are not experts about some prefaces if you will before we get into the good stuff um you and i both identify as heterosexual and that means that we don't know everything about sexual orientation and if you have a different sexual orientation or gender identity or anything that you're bringing in to the UVA community to help to make it more diverse and more beautiful, all of those intentions and um, identities are valid and important. And we just want to start out by acknowledging the gravity of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important to really be aware of the difference around you and be open to allow them be themselves. And that's what I really love about UVA, how much accepting people were and how much of an environment people felt comfortable to be themselves. And I think that's where people can really begin to thrive. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, And then another little preface we want to make is um, the importance of practicing safe sexual relationships. If that is something you're interested in, wherever you are on um, your sexual journey that is totally valid and if you are practicing sex that's great we hope you're doing it safely with the awesome resources provided by the university (laughs) and um if you're not practicing sex that's totally great too whatever you're doing as long as you're doing it safely and consensually and happily that's all fine and good and it's really important that you understand and educate yourself on what consent is and the importance of it. Absolutely. Consent is explicit and um, never implied, which is what explicit means, but I guess saying it twice might make it stick better. Um, (laughs) And it's enthusiastic as well. Everyone should be thrilled to be being involved in whatever it is y'all are doing. So um, definitely want to share that as well. But we are now moving on into the meat of the podcast. We are talking about 
how you go about Love at UVA, where to find Love at UVA, what is a good way to meet people. We're, we're just going to be breaking down the whole scene. So, Michael, do you have any advice for first years on approaching people? Uh, I think you really got to just be fearless, and that's something really hard to do. But when it comes to approaching anyone, you have to just just take a deep breath in and then just hold your chest up high and approach them and say, hi, um, I'm so-and-so, nice to meet you. You know, you can't expect too much when you go into like meeting someone new. You can't think of all the, oh, I'm going to say this line and they're going to say this line. Just got to go in and wing it, you know? That's why, that's why you gotta need a wingman too. You, you gotta need a, you gotta have a wingman? No way. Yeah. <laughs> have you, I feel like that's just something I've seen in Hannah Montana and have never actually seen somebody have a wingman in real life. <laughs> Hannah Montana. No, I mean, you can just have a friend supporting you by your side or, you know, you have like your squad behind you cheering you on. That's, that's your wingman, I think. Yeah. Are you, do you get nervous when you approach people, Michael? Definitely I do. I try to hide it a lot, and I try my best to be as smooth as possible, stay calm and collected. But you know, we're all human, we can't help it. And that there's like an excitement when it comes to like meeting someone new, and especially if it's romantic, you know? So holding that in and controlling yourself is hard, is hard. And if you can master that, props to you, because you are really zen then. Yeah, you are unstoppable if you can you know, take out the nerves of that situation. Because mm -hmm. it's scary putting yourself out there. You know, yeah. you can get shot down, and that sucks. Oh, Caroline. <laughs> okay, I hope. You're I telling hope. me you've never been shot down, Michael. No, I have. I have. We all have, I guess. It's just, it's just you don't have to bring it up where it hurts so much, you know? <laughs> Okay, true, true, true. But when we're talking about approaching people, we also have to talk about location. There are a lot of new places that you come into, coming into college, right? Like you're not used to lecture classes or um, discussion classes or just different like in-school settings, the libraries, and obviously with a lot of new social distancing and like important coronavirus precautions, it's going to look a little bit different next year for the first years coming in. But we should probably talk about where it is appropriate to approach people. And do you think it's appropriate to approach people in class? Uh, definitely, I think a gym is a big no-no. I know I heard a lot of people say that the, sometimes they get hit on the gym and I think that's a very bad place to make women especially uncomfortable. In class, I think it's it's fine. You know, you can you can be like, hey, like let's do homework together sometime, or you can help me out on this assignment. You you're in the same class, so you have a common interest already. So that's an easy way to make ground. I can't even tell you how many times, like, well, not how many times, but if. I I've been interested in a boy that I have in a class with me. I will always send that text being like, um, what was the homework? Just because that's such an easy little conversation starter right really? there. But do you, how do you, okay. I personally don't think that's the right way because maybe I'm too like 
education minded. So like if someone texts me about homework, I'm never going to think it's going to be like flirting, you know? Well, it's not, that one's not flirting, but that's how I open the conversation, right? That's mm. how I, because there's that weird barrier where if you have their number, there's, you're not really sure the appropriate time to use it. Like, because I'm not going to just text a boy I think is cute. Hey, how are you? Right? You'd be like, hey, I saw you in class today. <laughs> I don't know if I'm quite that confident. I wish I was. But um, I agree with you. I don't think the gym is the most appropriate place to approach somebody. Um, just because people are on their grind, you know? Like, if yeah. you see a girl running, it's not the time to tap on her shoulder, make her take out her AirPods, and be like, how's it going? You said you thought approaching people in a class was probably okay. And I don't know about that one either. Because aren't you just on an academic grind as opposed to, like, a gym grind? Isn't that the same kind of working vibes? Well, it's like after class. You're not going to, like, tell the professor to stop the lecture for a second and be like, hey, professor, can we stop for a second? I need to ask that girl's number. Like, no. You know, it's like after class, you're like... You're either you like walk out of the classroom with them and then like be like, hey, like today's lecture was really hard or something like that. I feel but like, now like, you're talking about school too. You're doing my icebreaker thing that you said that wouldn't count as flirting. This is what I don't like about texting. Texting creates this option of I can reply right now or later. So it puts the relationship between the other person and me on me because I have the choice. But when you're talking in person, when you're talking on the phone or on FaceTime or whatever, you have that like one-on-one -on -one interaction that's immediate. Like we are in this moment together and kind of like contracted to like engage each other. So when you say something, it's not my choice to like really, well, it is my choice to respond, but there is this more expectedness when it comes to talking in person. So I think in person and texting, there can be different in ways we approach it. I definitely agree with you. I just think that texting is such an easy way to kind of start the dialogue. And especially if you don't have very much knowledge about the person or really don't know, um, you know, if what their deal is, that's a lot easier and a lot less scary than being like, hey, do you want to call? Do you want to FaceTime? Right? <laughs> Okay, that is true, yeah. <laughs> it's old-fashioned. I, I do respect the old-fashioned, though. Um, and then one more location I wanted to ask you about. Do you think it's appropriate to approach people in your club? Or is it, like, in your CIO, in whatever community organizations you've chosen as your extracurriculars? Is it appropriate to approach people there? Or do you not want to really mix your passion projects with the introduction of a potential relationship that could go badly. <laughs> passion projects, I like that. Hey, as long as like the vibes go, as long as the atmosphere is there, as long as, you know, you're reading the room right, I think those places are like t totally fine. And I do think those people already have an interest, again, they have an interest with you, so. You can talk about that and you're going to be in that for a while. So yeah, it's just a nice place to find someone nice too, I guess. And I'm definitely inclined to believe to agree with you. I, I think if you're outside of class, it's 
a little bit fair game, right? It might be it might be better to just like, you know, start it as friends. Don't rush anything, you know. We also have to talk about the unimport or the unimperson ways of approaching people. So the not in person ways of approaching people, which are dating apps. Very popular in college. There are tons of them out there and the ease of Swiping left if you like or don't like somebody and swiping right if you do has really kind of heightened the pace of um, approaching people. Hit me with some of your do's and don'ts for dating app, Michael. Like, what should people know? I think sometimes it can get superficial. Sometimes because dating apps don't really show the entire person. And there are some dating apps that have this, that try to cater that more intimate and personal attention. But I think when it comes to dating apps, um, you gotta be safe first if you're meeting anyone and be respectful when you talk to them online too, because often people lose their manners when it's online. True, excellent point. And I do think there are ways to have like a funny little pickup line that isn't, you know, crossing the boundary though. But yeah, I do want to touch on something you mentioned, which is the importance of safety when you're using dating apps. If you choose to meet with with somebody you don't really know, that's awesome. But definitely, uh, you know, tell a friend where you're going, share your location with them, um, because the last thing you would want to have happen is for the date to go poorly and people to not really know where you are, what your deal is. Yeah, and that goes for not even just dating but just when you're going outside when you're going out having fun with your friends on the weekend I think it's really important that you keep in mind you should always be with people you're comfortable with and have a safe net of people you can trust when things go bad on the subject of being with people you're comfortable with and sharing the necessary information to keep you safe one of the first things I did with my roommate and obviously this isn't something that everybody is going to be comfortable with but probably move in day two, my roommate and I decided to share our locations with each other. Did you share your location with any friends? Uh, not my roommate, but later on some of my friends, yeah. Not my roommate. <laughs> we should talk about UVA date spots. Where are good places to go on dates, Michael? Um, I think UVA's cute all around. You know, there's... There's the Rotunda, classic spot, nice weather, open blue sky. You have a I date think, under Tundi? I think on like the, the the patch of grass and like down near like the gardens are also very nice too. So that just general vicinity is very nice, I think. Yeah, I like that one. Um, and also in the spirit of outdoor living, as we do more and more of that these days, there are a lot of great places to go on hikes and explore, you know, the outdoors around UVA. There's also the awesome observatory that we have on O Hill, on Observatory Hill, not to be confused <laughs> with O Hill, the dining hall. There is no observatory on top of O Hill, the dining hall, um, just for clarity's sake. But they're, they open up the observatory, I think, one or two times a month and just have these awesome um, star and space shows projected on the um, ceiling. And I definitely recommend those if you're trying to, you know, spark a little romance. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can, like, look through the giant telescope and see the stars, too. 
I, I know also like astronomy classes, you have like an assignment to go there and it's like a lab portion of it. But yeah, have you ever been? Um, I went with some friends a while back and it was really pretty. I really liked it. Are there any um, restaurants that you would think make a good spot for a date? So personally, as a first year, I didn't really go out that much and explore Charlottesville. So I really don't know the restaurant scene that well. But there was this one spot. Um, it's this small pasta place in on downtown Charlottesville. It's called Loose, I think. And it's this really small little store. And it's just a window and then you ask, you order at the window and then right behind the window is the kitchen and they make it to you right away and then you get it from the window and either you take it back home and eat it or you just eat it when you walk. That place was really cute and the food was really good and at a decent price. So I think that would be like a cute spot to explore when you're just walking around Charlottesville and the weather's nice and things get better. Do you have any restaurants you like? Oh, any restaurants I like. Well, pasta truly is the great equalizer. I don't know anybody who doesn't love a good pasta. Um, so Loose sounds like a place I'll need to check out. My recommendation for a date spot would be Asado, which is a little Mexican place on the corner. And it's fairly inexpensive. They have really yummy food options. Um, and I, as a vegetarian, really appreciate their cauliflower wings, which are essentially fried <laughs> cauliflower that are flavored with barbecue sauce and stuff. So it really um, has something for everyone, I think. So that's a good place. And then we also have an insomnia cookie. If you're looking to have your date maybe a little later at night or you want to make it short and sweet, I definitely recommend keeping first dates um, to either coffee or a dessert or something that if you're uncertain about how well the date will go or um, you know how much time you want to spend with that person it's nice to have a quick bite or a quick drink with somebody that you know you can move on from um, afterwards so insomnia might be a good recommendation for that how about if people don't want to spend money michael is there anywhere they can go I mean, you know, Nuco has Wing Wednesday. That's a hit for me. <laughs> but <laughs> definitely there's, you can go to like Castle and get meal swipes. So Castle is under Bonnie Castle, the old dorms, the old dorms area. And it used to be this fast food place, apparently late night fast food. Um, as of last year and with the renovations, I think they changed it to this healthier option where you can get like a panini or a salad or a, a bowl, I believe. I don't think I've ever gotten a bowl, but it's also accompanied with hummus and pita or a fruit cup or yogurt, which is like, I, I love the yogurt there. The yogurt was really good with the granola on top. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that uses meal swipes. So if you're first year, you have unlimited meal swipes or oh, two or three a day, right? Meal exchanges. Yeah, you have two or three meal exchanges a day. So that's a solid spot to go on a date or if you just want to eat something, get a quick bite to take to class. I've definitely done that for classes when I have like 10 minutes in between. Yeah, that's a definitely a good recommendation. And it's kind of nice as well because next to Castle, there's a ton of outdoor seating and some beautiful tennis courts and a, a pond. I guess it's a pond. Um, mm -hmm. 
that you can go out and sit by while you eat. So if you want to feel heart healthy and good about yourself while you're eating that salad, you can go, you know, watch ducks and do some wholesome stuff as well. Well, do you, how do you feel about movie first dates, Michael? Some people are very, very opposed. Some people think it's a really great way to start off a little um, awkward situation. During a movie, you're not really talking. Either you're talking with each other and not focusing on the movie, or you're focusing on the movie and not talking. And I actually really like movies and very like critical in critiquing them. So I focus on the movie a lot. So I don't think movies are a good first date choice, you know, unless you have like all the time in your world and you plan to spend before and after watching the movie. Like, I think you should steer away from that as a first date option. Very fair. Very fair. And what would be your um, dream UVA date, Michael? Dang. Um, I guess I'm giving it away. <laughs> but I think my dream date would just be like a classic, like just go out for dinner, have a nice time. You know, like actually dress up, you know, dress up like in a tux or a suit. And then she can dress up in a dress and like, just like simple walk in the street at night. I think that's, that'll be really cute. Definitely, yeah. Do you have a dream date that you want to go on, Caroline? This might be a very problematic opinion, but I love waking up early. I wake up at six every day. Um, well, I would love to do a sunrise type of situation. There are a lot of awesome places to watch the sunrise at UVA, even, oh, and then Carter's Mountain for apple picking. Probably that would be my dream date to wake up, go to the orchard, watch the sunrise, pick some apples. Little fruity date, if you would say. <laughs> you know what, you know, like the new dorms too, it's like perfect to watch the sunrise. I was, once I had to, um, I was working really late at night and it was like three, four o'clock and I had to get up at 6 a.m. the next day. Well, the same day. So I was, I had to go um, to a volunteering event for a Rakeathon. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? I'm just not gonna sleep. So then I went up to the sixth floor of our building. I lived in Watson Webb, by the way, and Watson Webb is the best, but anyway. Um, go up to the sixth floor. <laughs> yeah, I went up to the sixth floor and just I just stayed in the lounge, looked outside the window and took a time-lapse of the sunrise actually, and it was Gorgeous. Oh my god, I loved it. But um, one more thing about the awesome effects of dressing up. I think that dressing up makes you more confident. If you feel like you look good, you'll, you know, be your funniest, best self on the date. But I often find when I'm going into a date, I don't know what to wear because I don't know what the guy is going to wear. I can't tell you how many times I've shown up thinking I'm dressed appropriately wearing a cute dress or sandals or jeans or whatever I'm wearing and then I go on the date and the guy is dressed significantly less effort comparatively to me because it's there are so few options for guys it's a t-shirt it's jeans or a button-up or polo or whatever but it's the same shirt pants combination and a lot of times I feel overdressed so how do you manage expectations slash decide what to wear, what to talk about, what's too much, Michael? Um, well, not gonna lie, I don't really think that much into dressing. 
Okay, there is an importance of like dressing nice and knowing when to dress how in a certain situation. But you know, if it's just like getting to know your someone else at like the purest form and your really intention is to get to know them because you want to get to know them, you know, appearance doesn't like matter that much. But I will say that on behalf of all the men that have let you down, I apologize for the poor dress, poorly dressed men. On a less serious note, as we're approaching the end of um, the podcast, I do want to talk about one of our favorite Instagrams. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I do know what you're talking about. So, for any of you who do not know what I'm talking about, which I assume is the vast majority of people, um, there is this awesome site on Instagram called UVA Missed Connections. And basically what this Instagram is, is you can you can send it a message, right? You've, you've done this, Michael, right? Um, we'll talk about that a little later, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> Okay, well, you can you can send the account a message with um, anything you want about a, a person that you've seen um, around grounds or think is appealing or uh, just anything under the sun. You send in a message and you say, hey, that girl I just saw getting off the bus was really cute. She got off at um, Lambeth Road, and if she sees this message she should dm the account so these messages get sent in to uva misconnections and they are put up on the instagram and if you think that that post is talking about you like if i'm like oh my gosh i am the girl getting off the bus at lambeth then i can choose to dm the account and they will give me the person's information of who posted the um the original asking so they're really silly, really funny. A lot of people <laughs> send in their posts hoping to make connections. Yeah, it's part of it's very just, it's sometimes people treat it as like a joke because it is very just like, oh my God, and very funny vibe-ish. But sometimes friends send in like a post about their other friends. Yeah, I love looking at the funny coincidences that people have. Like, oh, to the person who helped me pick up my plates that I spilled at Oh Hill, like, thank you, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can post anything. It doesn't have to be romantic, but there are so many on there and I definitely recommend checking out the site. But I really wanted to know more about kind of how this sausage gets made. So I DM'd the account and I said, do you have any funny stories or random things um, we should know about UVA misconnections? And she told me a couple really interesting things, Michael. A few times people have sent in messages about themselves. So they'll be like, the girl sitting in the library reading XYZ book, you're really pretty and I like your hair. And it, it will slowly be revealed because that post will go up on the the Instagram and in the comments people's friends will at them and be like oh my gosh is that about you and the person just keeps getting added of who sent in the post but the but the person who runs the account knows that that was the person who <laughs> submitted it and that's happened quite a few times apparently 
I guess it's everyone's dream to be on the account once because you know you want to be you want to be the princess of the story <laughs> there are also there was also in September or October of last year two people sent in misconnections about each other like they each knew the other person was submitting misconnections but they never hit each other up how do they know how does the how does the account know if they did or not because they can see that the the two posts like went up and they were like simultaneous in location and in form and it, they just never hit each other up they're like star-crossed lovers who were both interested jazzed about meeting the other person and nobody ever made a move oh that's sad that's a misconnection <laughs> but the last funny thing that i think is personally hilarious the person who runs the account treats the captions of the post like a public finsta so she just shares her thoughts um as the captions and she'll like talk about the person the people she's interested in she'll talk about the weird things that the people she's interested in do and she'll essentially like air her dirty laundry pour her heart out in the captions of these posts so if you think the um dm me if you're this girl or hit me up if you're this boy is funny and interesting i definitely encourage you to read through some of these captions because it's so funny yeah definitely i've seen some captions that are just like not what the post is about and i'm just like uh how did this person come up with a caption but that makes more sense now that they're just treating it like for fun for them as they should honestly i definitely would do that if i ran the account because the person who runs it is anonymous as well so there's no consequences what happens when they graduate or maybe they already did who are they gonna pass the baton to you know right like do you get tapped is it like a secret society i guess maybe like close friends keep continuing on maybe i don't know <laughs> so as we are closing out this podcast is there anything else you want to touch on about love at uva michael i think t to sum it up right now it's like love in a trying time you know it's everyone's busy everyone is occupied everyone is really trying to find how to survive right now i think whether you want to find love or whether if love is coming to you have hope and you know don't let go of that because that's that's your only saving rope from finding it couldn't agree more definitely you gotta stay hopeful do you have any tips on how incoming first years should expect the first year scene maybe um my advice for first years who are coming in looking for love my advice is to pace yourself it's hard settling into a new place especially when everything is new your classes your food your friends it's all getting switched up and it can be really tempting to just look for a relationship to you know confirm your validity and your feelings but i encourage you to take it slow to wait until you find people you have a connection with who are important to you because there's nothing worse than hopping into a relationship that before you're ready or if it's not really what you want 
So definitely my advice for first years is to, when in doubt, be single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, focus on yourself. I like that. That's always an important thing. But maybe you and I have focused on ourselves a little bit too much, Michael, because we are both still single, giving advice <laughs> from the sidelines, like the coaches we want to be. There's no pressure for us to go back. Hey, it's summer, you know? Quarantine's still going on. It's, it's okay. <laughs> That's our justification. Right, we'll blame it on the quarantine. Even when we go back to school, we'll continue to blame it on the quarantine. I'll be a a graduating fourth year still saying, oh yeah, that COVID summer really set me back romantically. I'm unprepared to enter a relationship. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for you all today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you very much. And we hope you stay tuned for our next episode.